0: You're listening to Housewives on Display with Jay. And Jay. Today, we're recapping-ish. Honestly, the goal is, you all may have heard a rumor, too, that we're trying to rebrand, and we're going to. We need a second. We're going to. But all that to say, the rebrand has already started, if you haven't noticed. and It's slowly loading. (laughs) So we're not doing our usual, like, scene-by-scene recap. That's not our style anymore. We're going to talk points. I just wrote some discussion points down. We'll discuss some, I guess it's kind of about Real Housewives of Potomac, the episode Talk to the Braids. So, gee, <laughs> first of all, how's your day? Um, it's great. I woke up really late today. Everyone, I'm on vacation this week um, and I've been milking it. Let's just say that. Um, I've been getting up very late and loving it. And now I'm eating some wings. And- i on very late. <clears throat> I didn't make it downstairs till about maybe one o'clock, one thirty. Oh yeah, so so that's late. That's, <laughs> that's late. like late in the grand scheme of things in the world. That's that's late. that's really good. That's like people's lunch time. That's really good. <laughs> My sisters, it's like their first day back to school, uh-huh. um, and they're in like high school and middle school. Um, respectively, their day ends at three. So for me to get downstairs at one (laughs) o'clock when their day is already almost over is pretty crazy, but. I love that. For me today, I've had a productive day. I woke up, I washed the dishes, I cleaned my bathroom, I took out my trash, I took a shower, I filled out some paperwork for some shit. I did so much and I rewatched this episode. I did so much this morning. So I go. I feel really alive and it's only noon. Like, I feel like I've I'm- I'm proud dinner. of you. And I proud. did a little bit of laundry, but like, and a little bit of tidying up, but n- nothing quite that extensive. So I'm glad one of us is <laughs> making something of her life. Um, something I really wanted to talk about just off the rip, maybe this is a cold opening, I don't know, but I'd love to just talk about the fact that one thing I really respect about Shadows of Sunset, it just really hit me after I watched this reunion part, is that they keep it at two reunion parts, max, no matter what's going on that season. They will never go to a third. You don't have to worry about a third. They might cap it at one, but they keep it short and sweet. And I really, really, really like that. And I wonder why Bravo doesn't do that for some of the other shows. Yeah, like Salt Lake City, I want to say they have three parts. Yeah, they did. And that was confusing to me because I'm like, this is a new show, like, there's no reason why your season one needs three parts you're not doing anything that requires three parts and then it's like when they actually are going to need three parts which is this season two it's like that's not going to make sense it's like wait it had three parts for an okay season but then it's also gonna have three parts for the season of a lifetime it just doesn't make sense they need to get some perspective because even for Atlanta this past season it was three parts and that was a one-parter Max reunion. Maybe even a Watch What Happens Live big special. Shock. That was a big shock. That should have been one part. Hey, Watch What Happens Live would have covered it, I think. And I think... <laughs> <laughs> I think that would have been okay. Like how they love to do Below Deck on a Watch What Happens Live. They could have done Real House of Atlanta on a Watch What Happens Live. But, whatever. I just really want to get that off my chest. That's something that was, like, weighing heavy on me. I'm like, I really, really, really like that. And I wonder who decided that or if production put their foot down I don't know but that's really cool right and I mean to be fair also this season nothing was going on um the reunion was better than the season yeah I don't I mean that's and that's fine that's fine that's fine if you're going to have a reunion you might as well make it worth our while especially if it's a shitty season that's your chance to Show us that you're worth it. Show us that we need to watch next season. That's what the reunion's really were supposed to do. So I don't know. They just get it right. And they all just a side note, they all look plastic and plucked and prodded. And so impeccable. let me let me give y'all the rundown because I was at my parents' house when I was watching it. And um <laughs> these are the comments that were made. My mom thought Nima was cute, which, whoa, that shocked me. That to me was the most shocking because like, huh? I was like, this man actually scares me and you think he's cute? Well, okay, whatever, fine. I love that he uh, freaked you out. Like from the first episode you watched out. it, you were like, I'm so scared of him. He scares me. I don't know why. I've also uncovered he has that- He crazy I eyes. Like something about it looks like he- yes. Could somebody. yes. And I was just about to say that. See, we're here. We see each other. Because I was just about to say that I've uncovered recently that I have an issue with people with light eyes. There's something they're not telling us. It scares me, particularly blue. I don't like it. It's giving white Walker. (laughs) It's a little scary to me. So like you have to be, I don't know. You just have to be attractive enough to offset the fact that you have light eyes. Also just like you may have to overcompensate in a way where like, you have to be extra alive in the eyes. And he already, I think even That's if he had brown eyes, he would be dead. Yes, because I'm already scared of you. So you have to compensate somehow. Oops. <laughs> um, so you have to compensate somehow and not be scary looking. And it's like, and then the veneers, they're done. They're scary. It's just a lot. So he's always scared me from day one. Um, She thought Mike was okay. She doesn't think Mike was like that hot. And granted, he's lost his way these past couple of seasons. Like, it's really, 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 really unfortunate that the first time she saw him was at his worst. That's not fair. That's not fair. But I still feel like Mike at his worst looks better than Niwa. So that's really crazy um and also he, he looks like Zach Efron to me now or Rob Lowe like he went to the same doctor that they went to it is truly <laughs> <unstandard. sighs> he just might my... <laughs> um what else and then my dad saw Destiny's face and he said her face is crooked <laughs> Destiny's face looked really scary on top of like yeah, you have a blue eye fear, but you know, color contacts are really triggering for me. And she had on those fucking <laughs> colored contacts. I damn near, I was damn near 5150 at the end of this <laughs> To have all that filler in your face and to be quote unquote, as <laughs> my dad said, uh, have a crooked face. And then to also have a color contact is just, it's just a choice. It's a choice. It looked not real. Like it was truly, I cannot comprehend it still to this day. Scary, really scary. And it doesn't help that she's my arch nemesis. So like, it just was really hard for me to get through. If the if the reunion wasn't so entertaining and if Reza wasn't looking so hot, I would have turned it off based on how Reza is looking looking so so fine. He looks so hot. She thinks he looks better with the beard, which I agree. Because, you know, they did like a little flashback. So she yeah, got of to see him in his many stages. Of the mustache, of no hair. Um, he looks so good. It, it was shocking. And like, I love when Mike had that aside where he's like, do I want to be friends with Reza? Absolutely. Like, he's enticing me. Look at him. He has on shorts and he, he can fucking pull it off. Like, I can't lie. But he also is a backstabber. <laughs> I said, yeah, Mike, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's also a horrible person, which is true. I get it. It's something about him so captivating, but you also know he's a bad person. So it's really hard. Wow. Wow. That was just so good. A, we're not even talking about shots, but that I just <laughs> I had to get that off my chest. But we have to let you guys know that we've seen it. Um everyone's looking nuts. Oh, and my mom said that still looked weird. And I'm like, yeah, her face takes a while to get used to. Yeah, like I was the shocked girl. by her look Go when ahead. I first started watching. I was shocked by her look when I first started watching myself. So, yeah, she's a cute girl, but you do have to adjust. Something about her is like finger like to me, and also like it's there's an animal or something like that. Like it is something, but then she's cute to me too. So, like, I don't know. I just settled into it. I guess. Yeah, her face is a little squish, but it's like squish, but then she has like a boxy head. It's really weird. But at the same time, if I sit here and pick her apart, then like, yeah, like she's not cute. But as a whole, I do think that she's so cute. Yeah, she is. Weird. Um, her best season look-wise was that season seven where she was on drugs. Like, I don't know, something about her like being, I don't know, yeah, she looked scary and she had the druggy eyes as Mike said, but like the long dark hair on her really worked. And I even liked when she cut that long hair, that dark hair short. It's something about that. Look, her hair always needs to be down and short or long. It just needs to be down. Uh, um, and she had her hair down a lot that season. So I just really like that. Okay. I'll just start with the first point. We're talking about Potomac hop right in, get a snack, get a drink, get a blunt, whatever you're doing. Okay. <laughs> My first note is a quote from Robin. I have quite a few quotes. I feel like that really are discussion points themselves, but Robin says to Giselle, quote, are we mad at Ashley for anything? Was really at the beginning of the episode when they were trying to collect themselves. And for that, I'm curious because there's a whole Robin aside. This episode is honestly, all my notes are about Robin. Like maybe like- We're bashing her tonight, people. I don't care what anyone says. Um, Obviously, if you've you've been on our IG recently, um, we uh, Caused quite the uproar um, with calling people Robin apologists. Um, People seem to either really like her or really dislike her. Yeah, people are riding. The moral of the story is everyone rides for Robin. That's what I really learned. There's a lot of riders. There are people that I was was shocked were riders that are riding for Robin. And it's, it's peculiar to me because also when I ask them to explain as to why they like her so much, the explanations are found very I find them very lacking (laughs) I would say we get like we got like one really 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 long explanation which I really appreciated because that was the request the request was four pages we got four pages okay sure maybe a few of those points hit but not enough where I'm in like uproar and if I hear someone speak badly on Robin's name I will not stand for it and I will speak up and I had to tell someone in um, Kendrick's comments that I thought they were brave to come forward because he called for the Robin hive and she responded. And I said, wow, for you to like, that is really cool that you feel that way about her. I could feel no higher than neutral about her on her best day. No higher than neutral. And what I also find it interesting is that a lot of people like to separate her from Giselle, which I thought was really peculiar because Robin doesn't even separate herself from Giselle. How are you doing that for her? My first discussion point is: Are we mad at Ashley for anything? She's yes, and you know what? And again, I watched the episode with my mother because obviously we're watching that, and then we watched Shaw's. And my mom turns to me; she was like, "Are we mad?" I'm like, "We?" Hmm. I love to say "we" in a in a place and unite myself with someone, but not in the way where I'm asking you to lead me on my feelings and tell me where I'm sitting with something. If I'm asking you to like. Do we like, you know, do we like the song would be something, but do we, are we mad at Ashley for anything? Because if you say yes, I will become mad at Ashley in this moment and be mad at her until you say it's okay not to be. But And that's the difference though, right? Because I've jokingly said to my friend, like, are we bugging? Or like, are we not? But it's, it's the idea that like, you're going to take whatever Giselle says as an opinion and run with that as your own as well. <laughs> <laughs> And you do that all the time. You're always asking, what are we doing? You're always asking. I don't rarely hear Giselle not say me, 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 me. me, And you're always talking about we. And for her, it's because you have glommed onto her and you are simply like an appendage for her. You know how they're like, my best friend's my pinky, my aunt. Like she's literally like. She's a barnacle. She's a barnacle leg. attached yeah. to her. She At just is point. a part of her entity. And that's just what it is. I feel like I've rarely heard Giselle make the statement, Robin and I. So it's really crazy that Robin just seems so attached like that. And the same thing with Juan. What is your identity outside of Juan and Giselle? Please. I have a whole Juan aside that we will go on later because truly for me, that was the biggest, biggest, biggest takeaway from this episode (laughs) that Juan is there's checked out and then there's where it comes out. out. (laughs) <laughs> like, Juan's beyond checked out. Like, I don't know the next level w- besides divorce or breakup, but, like, he is there. I don't know how else to say it or frame it. I- and I don't know how else he can say it or frame it. It seems quite clear to me. Um, my next question... But then why propose? No, I'm sorry. Well, you know, we'll get into it. Because yeah, we'll I-, I, I, too, have questions. I have so many questions. Like, honestly, I could talk about it for hours. Okay, so my next question is simply a scholar. And then my note is she has a great head of hair. What do you think of her? Um, I don't mind her. I, um, in the beginning, she was doing a lot of uh, insertion, <laughs> you know, inserting herself in places where I did not feel like she belonged or I felt like it was a little too soon to be having an opinion or, you know, vice versa. But I don't necessarily dislike the girl. Um, I like to say I'm neutral, but like nice neutral, (laughs) like neutral leaning more toward. I like her neutral, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Also because she's willing to call out. It's leaning toward. It's near neutral, but it's more leaning toward liking her versus not liking her. Yes. And also like she's willing to check Robin at some point. She's like, mm, this is not the Robin. I know that ain't <laughs> the Jackie. I know. Um, um yeah. And no, I I, I like her. I think I like her and I think she could be a good friend of like they've never had a consistent friend of that they carry through like a shamia I'm not saying she's a Shamia like person, but I'm just saying in context. They are a Marlo. Like, they never have had someone that's a friend of that just can tag along for multiple seasons and just be a friend of. And I think right. she has potential to be a friend of again next season. Like, I think she can just stay around. And she doesn't ever have to, you know, be in opening credit to have a tagline. But she can definitely- I agree. I don't want to see her. I don't care about her life enough. Like, yeah, I don't want to know her family story. I don't want to see another happy marriage and family ruined by reality television. I don't want to see that. So she doesn't have to be on television as a cast member, but I do like her as a friend of, she can come around. Okay, cool. So that's where we land on Ascala. For now, I mean, any, anything can change anytime, but at least right now, that's where we're at. Um, Giselle likes to butt fuck you without permission. That's what Karen, that's a Karen quote. Um, and if you'll remember that happened in the <laughs> cottage when they were unpacking the whole evening and what happened. And I just thought that was an amazing quote. But fuck without permission. That's true. true. Which was more shocking? The term "butt fuck." <laughs> yeah, I would have never pegged Karen. No pun intended. I would have never pegged Karen to be the type of person to say "butt fuck." <laughs> like, I just wouldn't have thought that. Right, um and then without permission part. Honestly, you know, <sighs> emphasis on that. Truly. <laughs> that's where really it was like but fuck okay but without permission ah <laughs> yeah yeah that's where we get into the meat of the problem which is out and how a lot of these attacks <laughs> and advances are just plain unwarranted she's just like a terrible person she is um and i, a, and I know I somebody a- in real life who knows her And he has no good things to say about her as well. So. She's just not a nice lady. You could tell exactly who she is by watching her. Everyone knows, if you're a Black person, you know a person that's like her. Like, that's what I was telling Jay also. I feel like what's also so great about some of these shows, especially Married to Medicine, but even sometimes on this show, they feel like familiar people. They they feel like people you know in life or you can liken to, even if they're not like them entirely, like pieces of them or they'll look yeah. like somebody like it's always mm-hmm. so interesting to me yeah um, that's now, what I can give Giselle I can say that she is authentically horrible yeah <laughs> like, I don't think she's putting on for the show I don't think she's you know what I mean like I think that as horrible as she seems is how horrible she is in person um how disconnected emotionally she seems is how disconnected emotionally she is um and you know I like I said like I always think it's a very lonely place to be as like a human being when you just like lack the ability to emotionally connect with someone um or to just understand emotions I'm like that's like the basis of who we are that's what makes us different than other creatures other mammals like you know like this ability to talk and have this kind of emotional bond. And there, there seems to be something fundamentally broken with her. She is a broken whore from Hampton, I think. Is what yeah. I was yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, take out the whore. If, you, if you're fucking around, you fuck around, that's fine. But there is something fundamentally broken and I don't think it's really disgusted. It I think we laugh, like, oh, that's just how we laugh it off. I'm like, no, maybe we really need to unpack this with her because people attribute it to some like online or tv show persona and people think it's like she's just pushing pod and she's like being messy and it's like no it's deeper than that this woman is an unhappy lady who is going around tormenting people <laughs> because that's the only thing that <laughs> like, like right ashley is pushing pod. right i don't ashley think something- understands that she has a bill to make i mean like a <laughs> pay and she has to eventually leave this guy or whatever happens with him so she has to even if she never leaves him she always has to be ready to leave him because you never know with him exactly um but i don't think she's suffering from the same ailment that giselle seems to be she'd be she's like this is like a very christmassy like very niche reference but like it reminds me of rudolph and like the island of misfit toys and all the misfit toys gets into one place i feel like she needs to be on the island of misfit toys something about mm. her uh like when they made her mm. something they forgot something and it was her heart <laughs> um we made her at build-a-bear we didn't put the heart in the bear there's yeah, something completely forgot and we skipped that step. yeah <laughs> so yeah there's that um Eddie speaks to Wendy when she's in bed and full glam before she lays down and pretends she's going to sleep. And um, he says, <laughs> let's talk about, he wants to know like what the drama was about. And she said, we'll talk about that quote unquote later. And later is definitely code for off camera. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, we're not doing this here. Because you know what? It's never a good time to approach cheating rumors on television. I mean, when is a good time to go up to a man about cheating rumors? Um, never. Because generally, if there are rumors, something's happening. Or at the very least, he moved kind of crazy. He did some, He said something to somebody that made somebody go like, Who? And then the rumors started. You know, those don't just come out of nowhere about, in my opinion, innocent men. So... What I yeah. love so much about this Bravo community, what I find so hilarious, one of my top three things I definitely find hysterical is that they give people so much credit. And like, like in the Giselle, like she's doing this for the show. And then they do the same thing with Eddie. We've known Eddie for a singular season. We've seen him on screen a total of five minutes. And everyone says, he's not the type of guy to cheat. Like he would never do that. We all know these are baseless rumors. And you know this because what? What do you know that I don't? Because again, like statistically speaking here, he's not above it. How is just how is Jamal so able to do it? He's a fucking pastor, but Eddie is off limits. No way. Don't play with me. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. Did I don't know him. I don't know Eddie. I don't know that man. And every time I've seen him this season, he looks disinterested. I'm not saying that has to do with anything. Of course, they may be editing in a certain way, but all that to say- I can't say confidently that he is, you know, 100% faithful. I can't say that about anybody confidently. I don't go home and spend 24 hours a day with people. So I don't know. Also, isn't he a Nigerian man? Listen. Listen, 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 listen. You know, I got a couple of friends. Shout out to, you. she knows who I'm talking about. Shout out uh-huh. to you. we talked about this all. <laughs> I won't say her name. But we talk about this all the time, especially culturally um, with Nigerian men and the running joke is that they're hardly if ever faithful. So um, why he (laughs) would be above that, I don't know. Why he, the Nigerian lawyer would be above that, Who's already lost his family in this transaction of their marriage. So, like, if he wanted to be a little spiteful and cheat, I don't see that him like being above that. So, right. And they're not really going to get a divorce because, again, that's kind of against their culture. Um, or if they do, it'd be a long time coming. It's not going to be an instant thing anyway. Um, and quite honestly, the way Wendy was carrying on and, and crying um, after the accusation. It didn't make me feel any better about the way I feel. <laughs> it felt, it felt like a bullseye. It felt like somebody hit it where it hurt. Hmm. You don't do that whole. You don't. Okay. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We were speaking. Well, I was speaking to Kai in the DMs, and in general, just like overall, I think a lot of people know this, but if you don't know. Wendy is very rehearsed. Everything Wendy does has a certain writtenness to it, if you will. So, like <laughs> that whole monologue she gave, I hope you don't think that was a freestyle. I hope you know that that was scripted and that she memorized that point by point. She is a professional memorizer and regurgitator, if you will. Sorry, Paul. Right. But um, she's no battleground rapper, she has a ghostwriter. She's or she a little baby. She's no Meek Mill. She's not just coming out here and annihilating people for three no. minutes. And 40 She's a Cardi B. The shit that she says is great, but it's written. It's written. <laughs> so the fact that she had that whole thing together lets me know that she knew that this was coming out. And not just because mm. she read it on the fucking on mm. this or Jasmine Brand. It's not just because of that. It's not but- Jasmine Brand, Joe child because that's what we follow shade room is shady 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 um I, i'm just not an idiot here so she knew and maybe she knew because she read it but also maybe she knew because she knew so uh whatever he could be a great dad she kept saying he was a great dad I'm, he could be a great dad and still fuck whores what's what's wrong with that well not what's wrong with that but like the, both can be true at the same time i mean yeah just because you cheated or well i, I mean I, allegedly alleged. what we <laughs> all of this is super <laughs> alleged everything we say again we're a joke it's a joke all of it's a joke no, don't again. put any dr wendy shit in my fucking dms um don't but i mean that does bring the question are cheaters bad people no okay even if you're a serial cheater see there's like when like in the cheating there is a level of deceit you are able to uphold so like there's that but <laughs> you also be lying to yourself if everyone isn't deceitful in some way shape or form so it's not like you're being yes you're being more deceitful than the average joe but deceit is within all of us so it's not like but are you back. being more deceitful because i mean I'm there's like, the a okay. difference between a nigga saying he has to go to a business trip and then he's going to go like slam some hoe in some other city like doing some ralph shit and leaving the house and just driving the- <laughs> like there's a difference and between going that. to the beach he <laughs> drives past <laughs> two beaches to go to the beach there's a difference yeah. between that and like you yeah. giving your secretary a ride home and she gives you road head like those are two different situations like things happen so you never know That's right. that was a hot scenario okay I know, I don't know um, aroused me, so I just thought it would be cool. <laughs> can I be some rich man secretary? Anyway, so my car's broken down like, oh yeah, I need a ride home, and then she rode him home. <laughs> so He just comes in, and then things happen, like, whatever. It's fine. I live alone. Like, you can come in for a second for a drink, for a recap. Or- <laughs> I live alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um... <laughs> because we can't go to your house because you don't live alone so like know know that i am living alone thank you right (laughs) you have a family to feed waiting (laughs) at home just know (laughs) that i don't so yeah yeah um and maybe i sound morally corrupt and maybe i am and that's could be a conversation i I think you are a little bit but that's okay i think i think everyone is in some way yeah So, yeah, so that was just my thing, because when she was crying, she was saying, like, he's a great person. I'm like, I mean, him cheating doesn't make him not a great person or at the very least a great father. And I think that's what also kind of pisses me off sometimes about uh, women. And again, I will preface this by saying I do not have children, nor am I married, but. You know, women can kind of get really spiteful in that, like, when the dad is cheating, they kind of make it seem like now all of a sudden he's a bad dad or something or that there's something inherently wrong with him as a person. And I'm like, that's not necessarily true. And I'd rather not drag the children into it. So I didn't like her saying he's a good person. He takes care of his kids. Because to me, it felt like, is this a prelude? To, you know, using the kids as some sort of like emotional manipulative fodder. Of course, and it I is. have a with that. <laughs> <laughs> There's no debate that it is. It is, but which is why I've so seen her. Movie. You know how I felt when she was like, "What is this cupcake? I have kids on the premiere, and it was a fucking tit, and she's trying to get her kids to say titty on camera, like bathe them." I'm like, I don't know. That just that never sat right with me. So, my eyes didn't watch. Yeah. Was awesome. um, which is why I told you that we need to we should watch. I started it. I didn't finish it quite yet, but the Dirty John Betty season oh, because yeah. this how it's like a big moral dilemma. Um, I watched the premiere, but I haven't watched it. Okay, because yeah, I mean, there's also a snapped episodes, so maybe we could just like watch a snap episode. I love <laughs> the story so much. I used to be so in into it. I was into it. My Me and my stepmom used to watch it, which maybe I should have been frightened <laughs> that she was watching Snap. Uh, um, but yeah. Um, lady's voice on Snap, something about it is so soothing to me. I love that narrator. So soothing. And and it's such a distinct voice. You know that voice. When you hear that shit, I'm like, oh, Snap is And the music starts going. It was moving slow. And then it starts speeding up. You're like. Oh. And then it's just the way they talk about it everything was a picture perfect family until it wasn't like it's like okay everything was picture perfect until the picture frame was found you as a bludgeon to kill someone right (laughs) until mary snapped um (laughs) so (laughs) oh my god um and everybody i bring up that story because i mean there's no secret to it like Betty broader that whole storyline basically the man cheated and She basically was trying to turn her kids against him saying that he's a horrible person um, and kind of try to force her children to choose between her and him. And then, I mean, mean, she eventually ends up killing the husband and, you know, the mistress turned new wife. But um, it's just like, (laughs) don't bring your kids into shit like this. So anyway, just all that to say, we're on Watch With Wendy. It's feeling a little bit like it could go that route if it comes out. That these cheating rumors are true, which allegedly, I mean, I think that where the smoke gets fire, they probably are. Just knowing him culturally, as a Nigerian man, some might say stereoty- stereotyp- stereotypically, which is fine, because it is. Um, knowing that he's a successful lawyer, like he's in a position where he probably can and will. <laughs> Probably now he's on office. tv yeah lots of people could see him and i think he's relatively attractive yeah, um, the, the girls all flip out about him i mean he's all right to me i don't know I, i'm flipping out about eddie but he's cool he's definitely cute yeah um, he's not he's not ugly my next point finally because this is what we really want to talk about all right i have to go i'm getting a shape up and that is a juan dixon quote <laughs> and, that, and that to me is when I I paused the episode and I was like, wait, what's going on here? I'm not getting it. And I, I think I am getting it. I think that's why I'm pausing it because he just asked Robin like, hey, how's your day? Like they talked about him and the kids and then she's like, hey, how's your day? And she's like, oh, good. Me and the girls. And then he goes, OK, I'm about to go. I got to get a shape up. So you asked the question and then didn't want to hear the answer. And that's because Mm -hmm. you don't care about me. You only asked the question Mm -hmm. because it was a formality and Mm -hmm. you had to, you were getting a shape up when you, when you first were on the phone anyway. So why all of a sudden now you're getting a shape up? You've been. (laughs) Now all of a sudden the razor is right at your ear. You can't hold the phone up to your ear anymore. Okay. Um, weird. What's also weird. Um, it's just when you know that somebody is, like, not interested in, like, your day-to-day anymore, then it's, like, the relationship's over. He hates her. He resents her. Something's off. Because she blew the money. Well, because she and blew the money never... and then... No, go ahead. I was going to say she blew the money and then they never recovered. Actually, she blew the money twice. And they never recovered they're in the process of recovering so i think it's it's Uh, beyond the money at this point i feel because you know he makes no money and she makes all the money so i feel like she's paying him back in that way but i feel like the issue is he's like i didn't want to get married again i i mean let's never forget in season three when he had that hot mic moment with the cameraman and he said if i didn't have these kids i would have left a long time ago he meant that he definitely meant that, so I believe he is resentful because she required. Finally, she had put her foot down and was like, "We're getting married, or we're at least getting engaged and pretending we're going to get married." And he was like, "But then, but then, why get married then? Then we break up." He doesn't want something about these kids, and he's a he, but he, no. He's a, a Libra man. Exactly, he's CC not going to leave Mike. <laughs> and there, for some reason. They want to have their cake and eat it too. Quite honestly, they are, uh, you know, Libra's get that like little indecisive trope. I've never seen it quite with women as much as I've seen it with the men. So indecisive, don't know what they want. (laughs) But they do know what they want. They want to just sit in this relationship forever. And then like you said, do whatever they want to do on the side and get no shit for it. Yeah. Yeah. But then also seem like they hate the relationship itself. So I, it's like, I don't know. Like, that's But they a, can't be without my somebody. Somebody has they, to be at home when they come home. Somebody has to be at home for them. It's more convenient to be the one that I've been with the longest. But I don't want to commit with her. But she's forced me into it because we've been doing this fucking dance. Because like, logically, when you've been with somebody for that long, it's, it's time to move to the next step in their mind. And they don't want to ever move to the next step. Saying that now, Mike with this Paulina bullshit, going back to Shaws real quick. He was singing her fucking praises. He was saying that no bitch has ever been good to him like Paulina has. Not even his wife Jen, which is fucking disrespectful to me, in my opinion. That bitch changed her religion He's for you. That bitch is Shabbat dinners for you. Don't ever. That's what I'm saying. He's put, she, they're still texting on the side and she's sending him pictures of the shoes she got. Did Mike pay for those? Anyway, keep going. <laughs> Which Paulina did not know about. Exactly. She paid for those shoes. Why the fuck is he sending her, her shoes?
1: It's With little money here. And then the
0: whole it, it it's giving. It's giving Scarlet Letter, it's giving Master Demsdale or whatever the fuck his name was in Hester Prynne. He's like, oh my God, I cheated. Oh my God, I fucked somebody else. And is like whipping himself on the back in punishment. He's like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm so torn up what I did to, what I did to Jennifer? What what's her name? Jen? Jessica. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what I did to Jessica, what I did to her. And now this whole polio, you know, I'm, I'm bent up in shape. But I can't believe what I did to them. It's weird. It's weird, actually.
1: What Stop was really doing
0: weird that. was that whole proposal. The fact that the son proposed for him was so weird to me. But again, it's we're not weird. talking about shots. But that was really disturbing to me. I'm sorry. It's weird. So I, the same thing with Juan. It's weird. If you don't want to be in this relationship that badly, then don't. Like, it's it's... And I'm going to flip the tables now. It's weird that you're trying to stay in this relationship when you clearly hate my guts. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Why don't you want to leave? <laughs> and you can no longer say for the kids. You're not allowed to say that anymore. These kids are fucking grown. They're getting themselves up for school because Robert is not doing it. So. Barely are they getting up. But and also, quite honestly, they're pretty grown. Like, they can't get themselves up for school. That's why I'm like my little brother puts on an alarm clock and wakes up. Like I'm confused why they can't figure that out. Why she has to get them up. I mean, I get it'd even be nice. age, but like right. it'd be nice if she, she like got up and like, cooked them something for breakfast, but they're also at home. Poor fucking brother. Bowl of cereal and go to fucking class. In your bedroom. Like it's not even like they're getting up and going on the school bus somewhere. You'll have a hot lunch. Go to the fucking class right now. Get over it. <laughs> um weird and then robin says that she's happily engaged to Juan, and i'm like well that's just simply not true because even <laughs> if we're looking at it factually you're you're claiming you're depressed i don't think anything for you is really happy right now so why are you forcing it on the, your relationship in the relationship like you would say i'm happily doing my business maybe because at least that seems to be bringing in a couple of nickels but i don't know if you're happily engaged because every time i see you with him you look sad Mm. he looks sad too you both look sad it just looks like a fucking miserable household i wouldn't want to be there i don't want to have sunday dinners with them i don't you know when there's like a couples trip i don't want they're not one of the couples that the first couples i'm thinking of inviting her and giselle are equally miserable in different ways and that's just the bottom line yeah it's true And I forgot what podcast I was listening to, but somebody pointed out a really good point that I think it was Danny Pellegrino, but he said like on every other show, yeah, it's about your man, but especially on Potomac, it's a trope where like, if you're not in a relationship, you're miserable, or they're always talking about each other's relationships. Like it's a really big theme on Potomac and it's so true. And it's like, I get it, but like, they need to calm it down on it. Yeah. And I, and I'm like, is that just like black culture though? Because Married to Medicine is the same exact way. But I feel like it's Married to Medicine. It's kind of the basis of the show. But I would say Atlanta is not like that as much. Atlanta, they'll go after you. They'll talk about your man for sure. Oh, for sure. But like, it's always about your career or like if they're talking about your quote unquote man, they're just saying you're a whore. Like, it's more about like sexual. Right. But they have gotten on Kenya for years about. I mean, but that's fair. I mean, she has been buying a new man a season. But, like, (laughs) and Mark was the the one she married. And, like, that's embarrassing. I mean, we might have to talk about it. But, (laughs) like, Greg was really never a storyline. NeNe made Greg a storyline. Like, Croy, like, with, I mean, not Kim. Kim Big Papa, she made him a storyline. But he wasn't really even a storyline even. Like, I don't know. I feel like they just didn't focus on it as much. Like, Sheree didn't have a man. And she didn't really talk about it all the time. Like, Mm -hmm. it was just. But on Potomac, it's every season. And it's relentless. Mm -hmm. So they could chill with it a little bit. Still talk about it. They're all in weird relationships. So let's talk about it. But <laughs> hold on. <laughs> um <laughs> on that side. <laughs> and then Wendy just the hindsight of Wendy doing that whole again, everything's rehearsed for her. So I even in that moment when she did the overreaction at the engagement party, I thought it felt false. But do you think like she in that moment was ex- extremely excited for them and now she thinks their relationship is fake what like where do you stand on like her reaction versus her saying they're really um i don't think she wasn't genuinely like happy and excited for her i think bitch i'm in an argument you was talking shit and so is your friend and so i'm gonna i'm gonna throw a dig that hurts it's the same thing that people do with candace and her mom like i'm gonna throw some shit that hurts because it bothered you now you're sitting here fucking feeling stupid calling your man and saying some dumb shit like oh hi fake relation or whatever she was saying like being fucking weird that was so weird. i haven't note about that. that was extremely weird. <laughs> clearly i i fucked your day up that's my my goal was to fuck your day up like you fucked mine up and i did <laughs> so I, but i don't think that her excitement for them at the engagement was disingenuous uh yeah i don't think it was disingenuous like, i just think she was overreacting that's i don't think she's not wasn't happy and also like reacting now like with the oh no and that shit, part, like that whole like when she was dancing moving her arms well, she was being like, extra you mean yeah like over the top overacting mm. like mm-hmm. it was just a lot mm. um mm-hmm. relax you didn't even again you've known these people for maybe six months total you've got to right. um, but you know like people you get you get a some people are like one of those married types that like wants everybody to get married and wants everybody to be in a marriage feels a little misery loves company in my opinion but um <laughs> you know you get those types i don't but like i said i just don't think that she wasn't i don't know robin was yeah let's talk make like about, i mean let's talk about when she yeah. was sitting at the dinner table and she did that weird thing and she was like yeah hello my fake partner did you know we're in a fake relationship we can talk about it now it was weird yeah It was weird it was weird and it's weird because again you're going around here claiming that like you're not bothered by what she said but now you're out here doing this weird shit just say what you said fuck me up also you know you know i've said it before multiple times on this show in private whatever don't ever don't ever threaten me with the whole you're not invited to my wedding anymore That shit don't mean nothing to me. That's not a threat to me. I don't want to be in your wedding that bad. I don't know. I hate when people take that shit personally. That's, to me, that's fine. I don't have to go buy a dress. I don't have to go (laughs) stand and participate in this wedding that is a farce. I don't have to. (laughs) Like, that's not really a threat to me. So I hated that Robin went that route, too, because that was really the only, like, that wasn't her only trump card, which to me wasn't even really a trump card. I like a wedding. I still don't find it a threat. I mean, do what you want. But like, yeah, sure, maybe we're hurt if I wanted to be in someone's wedding. I wasn't. But Wendy was never going to be in the wedding anyway, A. And B, she's talking about these events that are not happening. You're threatening she's not going to be invited to the wedding. It's, uh, it's not wedding. happening. Even it's if the, the wedding. wedding happened, the marriage is a farce. The lies, the lies, like he hates your guts. So even if I did give it to you and let you say that, yeah, we're going to get married, you were also going to get divorced. So okay. all these events are fake if they even do happen. So it doesn't <laughs> So like matter. I said, fake relationship. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. So you threatening to not have me at your wedding okay <laughs> until i see you in a white wedding gown walking down the aisle toward one i won't believe it's happening and really not even until he says i do. quite quite frankly because who knows i don't think it. i'll ever believe it's happening even if y'all say i do even if y'all are married it's saw some I'm katie and tom wrong. shit where like he took the <laughs> marriage license and threw it out in the trash right that's what i'm saying i, I will never believe in this marriage I will never again another Libra. He literally will pull his shorts and throw that shit in the fucking trash. And Libra get men are not the worst. Question mark. That's going to be one of our next podcast episodes, and we'll talk about a whole <laughs> not bunch a Libra, of astro... oh, Let's do a Libra male deep dive <laughs> and a deep dive into all the Libra men on these TV shows and how they've been terrible. We just need three: one, Mike, and fucking Tom from Vanderpump. All terrible men who have cheated (laughs) multiple times and do and will continue to um wow um okay and then my next quote was literally (laughs) I know who's not invited to my wedding I know who's not invited to my bridal shower again these events are not happening even if they are so okay Also this whole thorough third child thing. Like she reveals that he wasn't there for Carter's birth and that really put the nail in the coffin on their relationship. And this third child would be a redemption for him. Okay. Again, did you talk to Juan about this? Because I don't think Juan wants this child. So This sounds like, like things that you want in this imaginary world that you're living in. She's just as delusional as he is. I mean, he'll say once or... T- he Just because he said it one time, like, oh, yeah, daughter would be nice does not mean that he is looking to have... It's one of those daughter would be nice, but we didn't have one, so whatever. <laughs> it's not one of those... like. That's what he actively- means. He didn't say all that. All she heard was daughter would be nice. And she's like, oh, yeah, daughter would be nice. And that will fix our relationship. And da-da-da. She was in the, the fucking lines, though. <sighs> she bothers me. I think she's stupid, to, to be quite honest. I do. Because it's yeah, just... Is. Or not even stupid, but she's just being willfully ignorant because she just doesn't want to get this relationship up. She doesn't want to go date other people. She doesn't want to, you know, have to do the work of actually finding somebody who's actually compatible and actually gives a fuck about her as a person. Yeah, it sucks that she's really been with him since, like, high school. Like, honestly, probably middle school. Like, in that his parents took him in when she was younger. So, like, she's truly, like... Talk about your left arm, my fucking pinky. Like, he is her thumb. Like, he is, she's so used to having him around. He's been around her whole life. And in a very yeah. intimate way. So I get yeah. that. But, like, he can be around in an intimate way and be your ex. Like, and I don't think she understands that. And I get it. You you could probably count on one hand how many men she's been with outside of him. Like, I get that. But come on, babe. Like, if you're going to do it, it's now. He needs to be, speaking of reducing to friend of. he needs to be reduced to a friend of. And, you know, occasionally y'all can hook up and do what y'all got to do. You know, that to me is way healthier, way hotter, way better than the shambles of a relationship that you're in now. I don't want to see it. It's not interesting to me anymore. It's, I'm, I'm getting frustrated even as I'm talking about it because I feel like it's giving me Sonia Morgan vibes. It's making me, I'm angry because I'm sad. <laughs> because I, it's, it's sad to me now. And again, no now you're becoming, funny. you're pathetic now. And I don't like- to Yes, <laughs> now I'm finding you pathetic and I don't want to have to do that. And so that's why when people defend her, it's peculiar to me because I'm like, do you not see- I mean, they do the <laughs> same thing for Sonia. People still go up for her. And like, i had seen a post where people were like, oh my God, if Sonia leaves. And I'm like, if Sonia leaves, right. I will smile. And which is why I leave. made the post that I made because what the fuck? <laughs> they love her and and like again the, to have a stand standum like that and do virtually nothing is a talent in and of itself i at least for giselle she gives a lot and even if it's disgusting to me at least she gives something to feel about like robin gives nothing to feel about and people are up in harm so that's really astonishing i don't know um she reveals that she was a video hoe in her past life which i when Stephanie sent us that paragraph like what I replied to that and I was like you know what what's so crazy about Robin for me is that she's so one-dimensional like I've never a good character has layers to them and I feel like I've through these years no layers have been revealed she's been the same person the entire time the video whole thing finally gave like a something I'm like oh okay thank you for like referencing something that you've done before that wasn't your relationship like oh okay (laughs) thank you that's cool what did you major in in college like she doesn't ever talk about being like a Delta. Like I would love to learn other things about her, but she doesn't talk about them because it's one or bust. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm I'm gonna buy my time Yeah. No. Um. Then I wrote and again. I had a tiny confession, and I said, "Did Giselle made me laugh a few times in this episode? I will not lie. I don't know who's her writer right now, but." They Wrote a couple <laughs> funny lines. Um, but the one candid one was when after they had that whole thing in the pool, and like Giselle had been in the pool for hours, and they a whole bunch of shit happened. Karen finally walks out and she's like, Oh, yeah, my makeup. And then <laughs> Giselle was like, She didn't get her makeup on the whole time. I was like, that was a that was a cute little in the moment, like, oh like she was gone for a long time. She was getting painted for two and a half hours, but like they're <laughs> If you're a true makeup lady, you know that two and a half hours... It does take that long. It does. Giselle's never gotten her makeup done nicely, so she wouldn't know, but I also thought Ah! that was funny. You know, the bitches love to be like, I'm cute without it, so like, that was a funny, like, I'm cute without it type of... Again, light eyes. Maybe that's why... Maybe that's why I don't like Robin and Giselle. I mean, amongst other things. It doesn't help. It doesn't help. Also, I don't like that they're called the Green Eye Bandits because Robin has blue eyes and Giselle has green. And again, like, we don't see Robin in all of this. So it's like... I, don't, I think Robins are green. They look very blue as of recently. I've been Sometimes them. when green eyes be turning blue. It's really weird. Because you know whose eyes can get really, like, what's going on here? Stassi from Vanderpump. Hers. I can look, look really at her really eyes blue. and I feel like they can look... But they'd be, like, different shades of blue. It's yeah, they really are different peculiar. Shades of there was one... Another light eyed bitch who's a terrible person. I don't know. Whew. I don't know. Unfortunately, Katie Maloney has brown eyes. I wish she had blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that if you have dark eyes, you're a better person. I'm just saying there's a disproportionate amount of people with these white walker eyes that are soulless. I don't know. Oh my God, there's going to be so many people in the fucking DMs, but it's fine. I love you all. It's okay. And then you can also be a very great person and have blue eyes. It's just that <laughs> I don't know what's going on with these characters, these Bravo characters. It's just that I've named like five and they're very- yeah we've talked about Schwartz. we talked about Juan. we talked about Mike. All brown-eyed people, all of these people are horrible. Maybe that's the thing. It doesn't matter who you are on Bravo. You're horrible. <laughs> you're just, <laughs> horrible. just it Maybe the person that goes to Bravo is just a horrible person yeah that's why we love to watch them um okay. she also made a joke about she didn't want to die in williamsburg she went to die somewhere nice i screamed um because they all were like we're, why are we going to williamsburg and the last one was when karen was doing her solo dance performance and he she said poor ray what is this what he comes home to i'm gonna send ray a stripper because i feel sorry for the brother i said fuck the brother the brother also oh, fuck her fuck her for that i was i didn't (laughs) karen said she was flapping around which Mm. she can't dance she's yeah she's really off beat you can't um but that was i feel sorry for the brother uh that was very funny to me it's Um, the brother (laughs) i'm gonna send her a stripper again um Jim, you know what? You should have sent Jamal one because I think he wanted one too. <laughs> yeah, if you're sitting out singing telegrams, send one. <laughs> if, we're, to. if we're sending out shit for people, mayhap Jamal should have been first, but it's fine. Um we're going to Robin's, not Robin's. Oh my god, Robin on the brain Um, we're going to Karen's sworn-in ceremony where she gets a key to the county um (laughs) and (laughs) the candles it's just my note and then my (laughs) (laughs) note my note under it is y'all listen listen I love me Karen y'all know I talk about her all the time the grand dame my queen (laughs) that was fucked up (laughs) that was pretty fucked up I'm not even gonna try to defend her on that You know, she went on social media then to proclaim that the difference is that hers is a three wick and and Wendy's the one one wick. wick. Um, So therefore three wick has a better, longer, stronger throw. That being said, you would think if your friend came up to you and mentioned like, I'm trying to do candles, I'm gonna do home shit. You would say, oh yeah. And I'm starting my own home line too. Or well, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was, I was in the, I'm in the works for doing my own too, you know, but. And even if you want to keep it hushed because business, whatever, you really shouldn't talk about your shit before it comes to fruition. It's much like Sonia, even then the way Ray, I wrote Ray is tacky as hell for getting up there and going. Is that Mike still working to announce a business venture at the Surrey County swearing ceremony? It was absolutely horrific. She's supposed to be this grand and In the beginning, they cared so much about class and social graces. That was one of the tackiest things I've ever seen happen. That was before the bitch went broke. And so now she knows how it feels to be broke. And now she's going to be tacky. Same thing, Teresa Giudice. She would have never done that before she went to jail. After that, she had a family to feed. Fuck it. (laughs) I don't care anymore ray threw her the oop and i'm screaming because now hindsight is like that's why she invited wendy she wanted wendy to hear it but she didn't want to tell her directly She's like let me just when i tell everybody i'll tell her and then we'll cover that so i don't have to talk about mm. that one-on-one that's what it gives it's totally that's working. fair i can go with that that's funny as fuck she's like you know what <laughs> i have can although wendy was just like you know what okay <laughs> you know, I was glad she didn't harp on it because I didn't it was like it was a funny shade. it was crazy but like it wasn't like, worth harping on in the grand scheme of things um, and I like that she didn't harp on it because it was like you know what let me pick and choose my battles that's what that told me and I appreciated that oh my God. you're but already in a fight also, with other people no, go ahead, you don't need to be in a fight with Karen right now but what's so interesting is I'm looking up right now to fact check but Mia is the only one I believe has candles out, which is the gag It's like, all of you were talking about candle, this candle, that the only one that has a candle out is Mia miss business. Mm. Mm. You all need to have your products out. Why are you talking about them? If they're not going to be ready by the time the show is premiering, you have months, you have months to figure it the fuck out. Why have yeah. you not figured it out? You're supposed to be a business one. Speaking it's of, is Lisa Rinna's, um products around? Yeah, hers been up. Okay. she has been in Hollywood, baby. Okay. Um, has anyone bought it? No, but is it like the lip, the lip buy? kit stuff? Yeah, it's available to buy. Which I thought was a nice ironic touch that she's coming out a lip kit. Yeah, she should have done that again years ago though. Just waited too late. Um, Why did she even like? I don't feel like I would have launched it during COVID. Even. Yeah. Even if I, like, the plan was to have launched it, I don't think I still would have done it if the pandemic happened. That's not what those. We keep it retooled and done like a under-the-mask lip mask or something like that. Like, you need to pivot. Right. Lip balm, but a lip mask. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. It's some sort of make me feel like I need that product. Like, it's some sort of rejuvenating. Make it current. This feels very like 2018 like I don't know yeah calling it a lip kit
1: 2018
0: behavior yeah um yeah so I wanted to just go on a little aside here because if you remember and if you are maybe like listeners to us like heavy when we talked about Salt Lake City and there was a whole debacle with 7-Eleven and you know Miss Mary I kind of defended Miss Mary because I said I'll be the one to say it. I don't give a fuck what race the dude is. If there's a pack of dudes outside of 7-Eleven, it's shady and I'm not going in either. And I might drive somewhere else. I'm not mad at her for saying that. Then Mia comes forward and says, oh yeah, G doesn't let me go into 7-Eleven. She said it so serious too. And I was just screaming at the connection because I think that's a fair assessment. And I wonder, I didn't really hear anybody go after Mia for it. Like they went after Mary. Of course, Mary said it in a bad way. Um, <gasps> but <laughs> it was just a funny thing to me. I was like, okay, like that That was interesting. And she was like, this is the best part of the city. Oh yeah, but G would never let me come here if I was with him. I'm like, I'm screaming like he puts his foot down on that. <laughs> There's something about 7-Eleven that to him is just She's bottom of the barrel. barrel. Yeah. <laughs> if he if anyone's gonna go to 7-Eleven it's him just a side note the trailer did come out we both watched it what do you make of this g guy like what do you think is going to happen with this (laughs) remainder of the season because we've seen some disturbing footage (laughs) I, I don't know what to make of the footage just quite yet but I agree that there were some disturbing things that I saw um Curvy jerky movements, weird statements. I think I saw a tongue out in one portion. Oh, and it flicked, I think, when it was out of his mouth. Yeah, tongue out and flick. So I don't really know. I think G really comes alive. (laughs) This latter happened. I don't know if I wanted to see that. I think yeah. I think we're gonna uncomfortably learn a lot. It's like, it makes sense because it much like Ashley and Michael, it's like the, the woman is not going to be this, like we're having threesomes, we're getting down. Like, oh yeah, I used to be a stripper. She's supposed to be so free, but then her man's supposed to be buttoned up. That doesn't track. Like, of course he's going to be a little loose too. Nasty. Um, I wouldn't be me if I didn't get a little nasty. But I did not expect him to loosen up in this way. I just didn't expect the tongue flick. I think that part, I really need to see the context. His okay. eyes are always half staffed too. So like his eyes are close his tongue about. it's freaking me out. <laughs> Whoa. Um so that was the note. And then really the last thing I wanted to talk about was the and I love what Mia um said later at the dinner, you did. When um, she was talking about you did way she said it was so funny. Um, when she told Wendy on the way back from Circuit County that. Giselle called her a weak ass bitch when she left the house, which she did not say those words directly, but kind of honestly. But that was the context. It was the gist. That was the gist. (laughs) Like we're getting that was the tone of the conversation. Yeah. Like if you can't hang with what I got to say, you're weak. You don't need to be in the group then. And you don't need to be on the show is what she's saying. So (laughs) most importantly, (laughs) that was really the point. She's trying to take your check away from you, like that. We got bitches <laughs> the least, and, that, and that's why Mia felt the need to say something because she is a businesswoman and she's <laughs> right. not here for anybody trying to ruin someone's we can check. Never forget, she's it. a boss lady first, mother second, <laughs> wife third. Anyway. Oh shit! So, like, everyone was getting so heated up, she was like, "You said we got bitches it, and then all that to say, like." they discounted her because she didn't give a direct quote like sorry all of us aren't able to remember direct quotes but i can remember the feeling of what she said and the feeling of it was the feeling was i feel like she's calling you a weak ass bitch she was she did feel right she did call her a weak ass bitch um but yeah, so they discounted Mia, but I thought she was kind of saying it right. She should have said, I don't remember exactly what she said, but the moral of the story is you're a weak ass, but she should have said it that way, but she didn't. Mm-hmm. And that's okay too. <laughs> Wendy, Wendy also turned on her and I'm like, Wendy, you shouldn't turn on her. She was trying to be good for you. Oh, yeah, but you know, Wendy was ready to turn on her at any moment, really. she was like oh cool we could turn on mia together for saying this weak ass bitch shit we could be cool (laughs) i'm like oh shit she's ready to sell herself out um wow those are all my notes though um i mean the, the irony with this episode is that quite honestly nothing happened um it was probably one of the slower episodes of the season definitely yeah so it sounds about right in terms of that's like the notes you have but what i will say is that it did have a lot of culmination points and moments particularly with robin it was a very robin centric episode uh it's also really telling that the filler episode is a robin centered episode note that as well again i'm all ready to be convinced that robin is the spectacular person um like and you know i appreciate everyone that has been messaging us and and telling us why she's this this fabulous person i don't know if i'm convinced um, the best argument for her being a fabulous person to me is that she's regular and if that's what she's bringing to the table, I don't like it. I don't like regular on TV. <laughs> I, we've said it multiple times before. I don't want to see regular. I There's a lot of regulars. You. Yeah. I'd rather hate you than think you're regular. So Right. Because mm-hmm. quite honestly, Sonia Morgan is really regular too. Divorced housewife that can't go up the lifestyle that is broke now. Can't seem to get on her feet. That's pretty regular. Um, And I don't want to see that. I want to buy into the fantasy. I want to buy into a lifestyle that I myself can't afford myself. I don't want to be in Robin land. It's a familiar land. I've been there before. I've seen that that landscape. I want to see some new stuff. It's like the difference between you know being at home and a trip to Europe. I don't know. Mm -mm. (laughs) I'm over it. Yeah, so yeah, this episode was really just about character development, and so that made it fascinating more than anything, but, um, and I didn't talk about Ashley on this episode simply because she wasn't there, and I we didn't have to talk about the filler, um, but the ring Michael got her, he didn't think of that. It I don't know who told him about that or how he figured that out, but, or what secretary bought that for him, but <sighs> um, that is what I'll say on on you know Mr. Darby. I mean the texture is nice though. Even if it, it was, it was a very good idea. idea. The idea. You so you know put some time and money into it, which is cool. It was um, a nice present for sure. But um and very heartfelt dude, from his heart to be um <laughs> I love how this is short for us. Like every like a lot of people put out like hour long episodes and that to us is just such a foreign concept or like even 40 minute episodes we're like wait what? two hours plus please but yeah so maybe this is part of the reprint. i don't know sometimes we just have to talk about something quickly and just get it out yeah i think the only reason why we don't do shorter is just because it's like two of us like i like when there's only one person like you really shouldn't be going more than an hour like what are you talking about with yourself um but i think when there's multiple people it's easier to get caught up but this especially is a shorter with, episode now i feel that way especially with guests like i feel like us we maybe we can get in within an hour with guests it's impossible like how the hell are you supposed to talk and I feel so bad if we have them longer than like two hours I'm like all right well (laughs) I really try to get them off after that because I'm like I feel like I'm holding up your time yeah I don't mean to take up a literal a percentage of your day I just want to talk (laughs) Um, um yeah but that's that's all I have to say um we don't have to rate the episode because, again, it wasn't that great of an episode, but in Robin's <laughs> the Housewife on display, because that's who we we're talking about. So that's answered. Um, anything you want to end with, or you got it all out? I, I think we got it all out. All right, well, until the next time. <laughs> Adios.